It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors in life, whether they be big, small, or anywhere in between. And when we keep those bottled up, it can start to affect us in a negative way. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched up with a licensed therapist, and if for some reason that therapist isn't working out for you, you can switch at any time for no additional charge. Get life's challenges off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Block M to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Block M. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. 
No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Trevor Woods here from the Block M Podcast and affiliate of the Fan First Sports Network. Here today, previewing Michigan, Maryland. Maryland is 6-4 and four in the season. Got out to a hot start on the year. Won their first five games. However, starting with a loss to Ohio State, they ended up losing four out of their last five. However, got back on the winning track last week, 13-10 to 10 over the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Michigan comes into this matchup 10-0 on the season, and they can't allow a trap game to happen on their end. But on the Maryland side of things, I'm speaking with George Gerbo from the Washington Times to give us some insight on the Maryland program. How are we doing today, George? I'm good, Trevor. Appreciate you having me. Hey, really happy to have you on. And my first question to you is, it's a really good Michigan team. It's a 6-4 and four Maryland team. The more wins they get, the better bull opportunity they receive do you think there's going to be a lot of fans in the stands in maryland on saturday yeah this will likely be the i'll I'll call it the second largest crowd so they had one sellout this season uh that was against penn state and you know of course penn state's not too far of a drive from from college park so a lot of uh, nittany lions fans did help out with that uh, but I anticipate this be the second biggest crowd of the season. The, the the campus is hyping up. They've got big noon kickoff there. It is a big noon game on Saturday on Fox. And it's the first time in a long time any of the major national shows uh, have come to College Park. Game Day's never been there. Maryland's one of, I think, five Power Five programs now that never hosted College Game Day, ESPN signature program. And so Fox's big noon. This is their first visit uh, to College Park. And so they're the they're trying to make a, a good show of that and, and get folks out. And it, it is supposed to be a nice weekend, too. So I, I try I've been to plenty of November games where uh, it's kind of, you know, jury. We had those in September this year. Oddly enough, uh, we had a couple of rain games early in uh, early in the schedule. This should be a, a sunny day and 54 degrees, which for late November, I think, is is pretty impeccable. But, uh, yeah, I do expect a good crowd there uh, and, and a strong contingent of Michigan fans. Um, as you're probably aware, you know, a large uh, you know, DC is a bit of a transient place, uh, large alumni base uh, for the Wolverines in the region. I've pl- got a bunch of a couple of friends of mine that are <laughs> alumni of uh, the University of Michigan or from the state of Michigan. So uh, they turn out uh, when the basketball team is in town, uh, when we had the Big East, when we had the Big Ten tournament in town a few seasons ago, large Michigan crowd. So uh, I think they'll be there in support too at, at uh, CQ Stadium on Saturday. Let's talk about the Maryland season in totality. As I said, started the season 5-0, and including a couple of whoopings. They beat Michigan State 31-9 and then Indiana 44-17. However, the week after, hung in with Ohio State up until around halftime, then lost 37-17. A tough one against Illinois. They dropped 27-24. Then another close one, they dropped 33-27 against Northwestern. Then, of course, Penn State blew them out 55-15, to got back on the winning track last week, 13-10 against Nebraska. So can you just kind of summarize the good, the bad, what has made up the Maryland season? Yeah, uh, roller coaster of all roller coasters, really. You went up, 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 and then, uh, you know, big pit down until last Saturday at Nebraska. Uh, those those games, those Big Ten West games that they play, they've not historically done well uh, against those games. Maryland was favored by two touchdowns in both the game against Illinois, which was homecoming before a bye week, and then on the road uh, in Evanston uh, after the bye week. And 
you know, that uh, as you look at the West, obviously those teams have all kind of played their way into it besides Purdue. I mean, it's, you know, everybody's got a chance to, to potentially win that uh, division, but they they started out strong that man halftime at the halfway through that Ohio State game it just felt like that felt like the tipping the weird tipping point of this season and Mike Loxley said something the the Tuesday after uh, when he met with uh, reporters after that Ohio State game that it was still kind of sticking with him in some ways Maryland led 10 nothing in that game um they they made some mistakes which is kind of a theme of their season and the theme of their past couple of seasons in some of these games that are winnable for Maryland and that was the most winnable they, they played Ohio state pretty close in college park last year. They led at halftime against the Buckeyes it, it, the same week of the year that they're playing Michigan this year. Last year was Ohio state before the Michigan game this year. It's Michigan playing in college park before the Ohio state game. And in Columbus, just, you know, they had some opportunities to Leah tongue of through two interceptions. One of them returned for a touchdown uh, and just, you know, let that one in some form slip away early season for the Buckeye. They'd yet to kind of get their complete footing under them. And it was a game Maryland could have had. And since then it was just a, a slide into same old Maryland for lack of a better term that they've put up in the past seasons where they will play up to, better competition and then sometimes play down to lower competition that they're favored to beat by two touchdowns. What that means for Saturday, I don't know. Uh, I think Michigan should come out and, and dominate them the way they have other teams uh, on their schedule this season. But Maryland has had this ability, especially at home, take Penn state out of the equation. They don't ever play Penn state very well, but uh, against Michigan, against Michigan last year in Ann Arbor, they played up to the competition and we're in that game in the fourth quarter and lost by uh, one score. And against Ohio state, both last season and this season, they were, you know, within one score uh, leading Ohio state this year and within one score late in that game against the Buckeyes. So uh, I, I think Michigan will have this one in control. Now last season, Michigan did not have things in control against Maryland game really went down to the wire and a game that Talia Tagovailoa got hurt in. Michigan ended up winning 34 to 27. Uh, I actually spoke to Talia at Big Ten Media Day. He said he'll always remember that game. He took a pretty big hit in that one, too. It, uh, somebody rolled on his ankle uh, from behind, kind of barreled into him. And uh, he proved how tough he was to me that day. But anyway, he said he has this game circled on his calendar. And Michigan fans know him well at this point. I've seen him a couple times. This will be the third time he's faced Michigan, I believe. This season, 22 touchdowns, eight interceptions, 2,769 yards passing. Completion percentage is 65%. Maryland's passing offense ranks 23rd overall. Could you analyze his season? Give us an updated scouting report, the 2023 version of this quarterback. Yeah. That uh, you, that game last year in Ann Arbor produced kind of one of uh, I'll call his iconic images at Maryland, where I think his helmet came off on a play down uh, in the red zone there, and he just gets up and his hair is kind of sticking out, and he's all you know super intense and excited about it. He's very demonstrative on the field, very intense on the field when you see him uh, off the field when he talks to reporters, and just you know in a non-game scenario, he's he's quiet and reserved. In contrast to his his brother Tua, of course, who's the quarterback of the Miami Dolphins. Um, he has done, he has improved in the pocket. He's better this season in the pocket. He's more settled. He is less prone to getting what I call happy feet where he's just kind of dancing, dancing, waiting for the route to open. He's more confident in the pocket and with his eyes when he's in the pocket, I emphasize in the pocket because sometimes that collapses very quickly on him because Maryland this season 
only had one returning starter on the offensive line, left tackle DJ Glaze. And so everybody else in front of him is new due to people transferring out of the program and graduations. And it took Maryland a few games to get that settled uh, into, into a solid, you know, unit of five people there, but they are still undersized compared to some of the defensive lines uh, in this conference. And that being said, when he gets outside of the pocket is where still now in his fourth year as a Terrapin, his third full non COVID season, uh, he's still prone to make some mistakes. If you flush him out of the pocket, because live by the sword, die by the sword. He will not let the play die. Um, he he will not, you know, I, coaches have tried to preach and you would love for him to throw the ball away sometimes. And he's still going to, when he gets to the perimeter, when he gets to the sideline, as opposed to just, you know, pulling the ball down and running out of bounds or throwing it away. Uh, he will still make some of these mistakes that you wish he wouldn't in his fourth year as a, as a Terrapin in his fifth year in college football. Uh, one of those happened at Nebraska. It did not cost Maryland the game, but he rolled out to the left uh, on the far sideline there and he's near the sideline and you think, okay, he's just going to run out of bounds or, or pull it down and he throws it and it's intercepted 15 yards downfield by a linebacker. He made a nearly identical interception uh, in the Ohio State game in the third quarter. So he still is prone to some of that, uh, some of those mistakes. And he's done it, uh, Trevor, in his career with, you know, kind of a myriad of players. So the two, his two favorite guys on the roster are the two guys, not surprisingly, that have been there the longest. It's Jay Sean Jones, who's in his sixth year at the program. Uh, and um, tight end Corey Deitches, who you know used the word the the phrase tight end in, uh, in loose quotes. He, he he's he's slots more like a receiver uh, in many formations for Maryland, but he is listed as a tight end. Those are his two favorite targets this year, and they both lead you know Maryland. Those are Maryland's top two guys in terms of yards and receptions, basically. Uh, my favorite receiver on this this roster to watch is Caden Prather, who transferred in this season from West Virginia. He is Maryland's true home run deep threat target, and he catches balls that sometimes shouldn't be caught, which is a, you know, a wonderful asset to have if you're a quarterback. I think they could target Prather more, but they don't, and I don't know how – how much of that is play calling and how much of that is Talia when he, when the when the play breaks down that he's going to go to his two trusted guys and those guys are Jay Sean Jones and um uh tight end Corey Deitches. So it, it, he's the numbers I think track a little less uh, you know I've been kind of trying to keep an eye on them and you know average them out through the season so much so that I've got my you know note card here with the last season numbers he was at 3800 yards two seasons ago with 26 touchdowns last season 3000 yards 18 touchdowns so it's tracking to be similar but maybe a little bit less than those gaudier seasons that he put up in the past when he had some more veteran receivers around him guys like um, Dante Demas, who who uh, went to the league, um, guys like Rakim Jarrett, who were with the program for three, two, three years uh, and with Talia for that time. Those guys are out now. And so he's had to adjust to having some of these, you know, uh, different guys that have transferred in and, and a remade receiver room in some ways. So maybe that's hindered it a little bit, but he's he's still He's more solid than ever in the pocket, Trevor, but he is still prone to make some mistakes when you get him outside of the pocket. And that, in some cases, especially in Columbus, uh, was the margin between victory and defeats. So there are still some things that he'll do that'll make you lose some games. But man, when he's at his best, he's one of the most prolific quarterbacks in this conference. And for my money, it's him and J.J. McCarthy uh, are, are, you know, argue who you want as the quote unquote best quarterback in this conference uh, in the Big Ten this season.
Well, it sounds like both quarterbacks live and die by the sword, and that's what makes some of the best the best, the fearlessness and the willingness to make a mistake and then make up for it later on in the football game. But let's move to the defensive side of the football. And my thoughts about this and about their the Maryland defense is through the prism of what should Michigan do to attack them. And this is coming after a game where Michigan faced the number one rushing defense that Penn State had a really good pass rush and everything else. And Michigan decided to run it the last 32 consecutive snaps of the game. So looking at Maryland, Maryland's rushing defense ranks 32nd and passes Maryland's intercepted on defense ranks eight in the nation. And then team sacks on defense, they rank 17th. So how should Michigan pick their poison against Maryland if they had to choose one or the other with a pass rush uh, tee off? That was the fear last week against Penn State and why they kind of just shut the passing game down and said, hey, let's just go to our bread and butter and run the football. And it was on the road. The road crowd, they said, impacted that decision-making, that it's easier to run the football when uh, guys like Chop Johnson for Penn State have even faster of a start off the line because of the crowd advantage. What do you think in this one? Uh, do you think it could be 50-50, a balanced Michigan offense yet again this season, which we've seen? Or do you think it's going to be another day where they say, hey, we're going to give it to Blake Corum, we're going to give it to Donovan Edwards, and we're just going to grind out some yards and call it a day? I, I think we'll see more balance out of Michigan this week and you know, perhaps a return to some of the gaudier numbers that uh, they put up earlier in the season. Um, they obviously, as, as you mentioned against Penn state, they were able to, you know, just grind it out and Penn state's a team that's going to make you do that <laughs> with the stars that they have uh, on that defensive line on the defense. The numbers, are, as you mentioned, the numbers, it's interesting because they, they've done. So I, I, their defensive front coming into this season, you know, looking just, you know, on paper, who they had, who they had returning, who they had lost, you would say the I would say the secondary was the, you know, expected to be the better unit. And the secondary was a unit that kept them in games last year and made games closer. The secondary lost two guys. Um, Jacorian Bennett went to, to the NFL. He's with the Las, Las Vegas Raiders now. And um, Deontay Banks got drafted in the first round by the New York Giants. So those two guys left and they weren't specifically a you know, a, a high turnover style defense, but they were, they were secondary specifically, but they were physical and, and able to break up passage. Corian Bennett was one of the best in the nation at breaking up passes. Deontay Banks, very physical corner, and they've carried that into the NFL as well. So, so this year, the numbers are interesting because, you know, you look at that Nebraska game and you had four interceptions by two different guys. Uh, Dante Trader starting safety had two of them and Tarheep Still, who's uh, Maryland's uh, one of Maryland's best players on the defense as a whole. He also had two of them. Uh, the trade one of the trader interceptions was the easiest one he'll get in his life. Jeff Sims threw it to you know no man's land, and trader had slipped and was sitting on the ground and caught the ball. Um, I'm not taking anything away from them, but JJ McCarthy's a little bit more disciplined than than uh, Sims was. So I, I think that they will have a better time with this secondary because they've tart. I've watched other teams like Northwestern and Illinois target still back a few weeks ago. He was injured. He missed the, he missed the um, Illinois, the homecoming Illinois game came back against Northwestern, but Ohio state targeted him multiple times and basically, you know, saying, Hey, we'll, we'll make you beat us in the secondary. Uh, I think, I think they're, I think Michigan's going to have success in the run game. I don't see them grinding it just 
grinding it down like they did 30 plus straight times against Penn State. Maryland's gone a little bit bigger on their defensive line. Loxley loves to rotate guys in and out. They've got athletes there and they've got some size, but it's still you'll see some guys keep, you know, constant rotation on that line with guys like um, Donnell Brown and Tyze Johnson, who are part of the bigger package uh, that they bring in that you'll see those guys uh, early in the game and sorry, early in the down sequence. So on first and second downs, you'll, you'll see those kind of guys, but Blake Corum, uh, let's not forget, uh, obviously everybody knows his talent, but this is a bit of a homecoming for him. Uh, he was, you know, less, a, less, a less significant part of the roster when Michigan was last in college park. Uh, he's from Fauquier, Fauquier County, which is, you know, in still in the DMV region. He went to school at St. Francis Academy in Baltimore, which is where Jay Sean Barham, Maryland's outstanding, uh, middle linebacker also went to high school. So I, I expect him to want to show out a little bit. And I assume a lot of people are going to be there from, from Baltimore and from, uh, from Northern Virginia to come see him and cheer him on. So it's a bit of a homecoming for him. So I expect he'll want to have his day, but also I think Michigan probably for the first time in a couple of weeks, you'll see them utilize the passing game more because I've watched other teams in this conference do it to Maryland in soft zone coverage, specifically within 10 to 15 yards of the line of scrimmage, you know, not necessarily um, saying that McCarthy is going to you know, uncork the deep ball all day, but there's going to be opportunities where if you go to Quorum and Quorum gets you, you know, three and four yards on chunk plays and it's a third and manageable or a third and short, Michigan's going to be able, I believe, to utilize some of those, you know, routes in the flat and some of those crossing routes to to be able to to open up the Maryland defense, which typically sits back in a in a zone pattern there right in the middle of the field. Well, I'm looking forward to the game on Saturday. I'm sure you are as well. George Gerbo, thanks so much for coming on. We'd like to tell our listeners where they can find your stuff online and where to follow you on social media. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate it, Trevor. Uh, I'm at Gerbo3 on uh, on social, on uh, X slash Twitter. Uh, and my stuff is uh, I'll be having updates there, you know, leading up to game day uh, on Saturday and through the game on Saturday. And then WashingtonTimes.com slash sports is where you can find uh, our sports coverage and just click on the NCAA tab there. And that's where we keep everything. Before I get out of here, Dave, let's talk about Manscaped. Every man knows how scary it can get when going for a close shave below the belt. That's why I trust Manscaped. Their newest package contains the Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra. Their fifth-generation trimmer features two interchangeable next-gen skin-safe blade heads, the standard one. We're taking a little off the top and a new foil blade to go smooth wherever your heart desires. It also has dual LED spotlights to provide contrast and multiple skin tones, three-link setting combs, and perhaps best of all, it's waterproof. Also included is a travel case and even a travel lock feature to avoid any accidental powering and or weird looks in the airport. Join the 5 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped for all their grooming needs and use the promo code BLOCKM20 to get free shipping and 20% off your order. Head to manscaped.com and use the promo code BLOCKM20 at checkout for 20% off your entire order. And this has been Trevor Woods from the Block M Podcast, an affiliate of the Fanverse Sports Network. You can follow me on social media on X at Woods Football, and I'll be talking to you at the conclusion of Michigan Maryland for the Post Game Reaction Podcast. Take care, Michigan fans. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.